Welcome back, listener, to the second episode of Everyone is Stupid Except Us with Sean and Ross. I'm Ross. I'm Sean. And he is actually Sean, that's true. Uh, We have had one whole cycle of success on a two-week period with our very first episode of Everyone is Stupid Except Us, and we got a feedback. And I believe the feedback was... Yay, I've been looking forward to this for a while, and I believe that was Mo. Well, it's uh, it's good that one person that we know was looking forward to hearing from us, and that person enjoyed it. More than one person has listened to it, I'm and, sure uh, of that. I got some feedback from, from Leroy as well. Has, has, has anybody that we don't know been in contact with you? How the hell would they know that this is even a thing? I mean, I know that we we, we put it live. It's out on iTunes. Yeah, so it's we're totally on, on iTunes. iTunes and everything. But I don't think people wander around saying, hey, what, what's what's a brand new podcast with only one episode and no real discernible description to it that I should definitely listen to? Oh, here's one. I, I don't feel like anyone's media uh, menu is really aimed in that direction. It's possible. And there's nobody out there who's, you know, just scrobbling iTunes looking for new podcasts. Do we have to submit this to non-iTunes podcast aggregators, I wonder? Because there's like Google Music and oh yeah, all these Google other Play things. And... Yeah, yeah, so I should I should probably look into look into that. That's sure. yeah, that's this that's this next cycle's activity of things. Because in in this since we recorded this last episode. We figured out how to put this live on iTunes and have an RSS feed, and we got Vic to help with that. And uh, did I add? No, I don't think I added any more music. Maybe a little bit. And then I, I made I made a graphic. I just look at me. I graphicked. I just did a Google search with with everyone is stupid except us in quotation marks with the intentional spelling error that that is one of the main feedbacks that i've been hearing (laughs) you guys don't know how to spell it's a pun i guess it wasn't obvious enough um but uh It's, it's part of my theory on putting anything on the internet where the best way to go about putting something on the internet is to expect opinions and feedback yes so so I I not not that I go out of my way to be incompetent but I certainly I'm I excel at that particular part. <laughs> so I'm like here is my incompetence and I kind of expect the entirety of the internet to come back and say wow that's just terrible. So I I don't know I it, as a theme I I stick to it and I kind of So I've just as I was saying I've done a Google search for it. It comes back with four results. Um wow. One of which is the or our, our not not website that we have on uh, on our on our hosting service. Just the blank redirect to the RSS feed. Two seem to be iTunes mirrors, kind of like other people who aggregate. There's listnotes.com and Blueberry Podcasting. Oh God! Finally, we're on list notes and, and Blueberry Podcasting. But it's not Blueberry. It's Blueberry. B L U B R R Y. Blueberry. Well, they should fix that because there's nothing more embarrassing than getting a word wrong. Yeah, who has spelling errors in their title? Yeah, in the title. That's just and the the fourth unacceptable is everyone is stupid except us. Von das Acadia geeks um sich einen audio podcast anzuhören far mit der Maus über den Titel und klick auf Wiedergabe Often iTunes on podcast zu laden und zu abonnieren. It's about time we're famous in Germany. <laughs> I knew we'd be big in Germany. We, I knew it. We are bigger than Hasselhoff in Germany. Especially when you specifically search for everyone is stupid except us. Yes. Oh, there's your cat. Oh, yeah. The cat is going to definitely play a part because he's very mad at me because it's raining and I'm not letting him outside. Starring Ross's cat. Starring my cat. So anyway, what we're going to go over in this particular episode, uh, we have a couple of talking points that we thought of. One, the ever-famous, have we seen Infinity War yet? I have. Oh, I haven't. Okay, so we still can't talk about about that, but we have, I have not. In fact, um, yeah, there's a, there's a mild story behind that, why I haven't seen it yet, but it's not that interesting. Um, we're also going to talk, I, well, I was going to try to talk a little bit about pop vinyls and the collection industry thereof. <laughs> Sean does not want to talk about that, and we'll get close to that. Um, we also want to talk maybe a little bit more about the fact that we don't yet have guest stars, but I'm convinced that we have enough to talk about for a little while. Once we run out of things to talk about, then we'll start dragging in the guest stars. That's, that's my plan. Yes. Um, and also we have, uh, as, as far as a actual cultural thing or something that's going on in the news and is actually t- 
time sensitive or uh, present. I brought up the fact really quickly that Armenia recently went through a revolution and Venezuela is going through some nonsense. So we, we could brush on that, but we probably won't get too deep into it because I don't know that either of us are all that deeply invested in either of those. I have heard of both of those events. countries. <laughs> well, there you go. I have played Risk. And I, I don't think either of those is in Risk. Venezuela is in Risk. Is it? Yeah. I haven't played the, Risk since we played it like 10 years ago, 20 years there ago. There are four countries in South America. Can you name them? On on a Risk board. I don't Brazil. To name all of them. Yeah. Uh, Guatemala. Nope. Can- Canada. No. <laughs> and Kombucha. Give up. The other one uh, <laughs> that I was kind of interested in, we, uh, we have as a talking point, is becoming more physically active after you're old as dirt. Yes. And I think we do have a couple of things to say about that. Because yes. we are, old we as are dirt. Pushing, pushing 40. Yeah. And but trying I, at a very late point in our lives to become active. <laughs> I can't push 40 very far because I'm old as dirt. <laughs> well, as I've been explaining to you, well, this, it, it literally only started just a little while ago. I mean, every now and then, and by every now and then, I mean approximately every seven and a half years, I think to myself, hmm, I'm getting a little doughy. I should start to do something about that. So I pretend to do like sit-ups for three days in a row, and then I forget about it and mm-hmm. do something else. Mm-hmm. Or I say, I'm going to go, not to the gym, but I'm going to go in the pool, and I'm going to swim some laps, and I do that for three weeks, and then something comes up and I stop doing that. Or a few, when was that? Was that a couple of months ago where you started with, let's do 100 push-ups a day? <laughs> and I went, holy balls, I can't do 100 push-ups a day. So I started trying to do them in different segments, and yes. I was... And I was getting there, and I could actually do 100, like I'd do 25, and then 25, then 25, then 25 at four different times a day. But the problem was, you then followed that up with, here's how you're supposed to do a proper push-up, yeah. not the lazy balls way that we're doing. And I looked at it, and I said, oh, yeah, those yeah. look much more oh, difficult. Well, now I can do two. I Well, I can do I can do a few more, but then the problem was, my ear is quite close to my shoulders. And now when I do the proper push-up... And I do the, the, the up part, or the push part of the up. Really, push-ups are named quite stupid, because how do you ever go back down? It should be push-up, pull, tap. That is a stupid joke that we should cut. <laughs> <laughs> no deal, keep going. When I do when I do a push-up, my right shoulder literally sounds like grinding rusty metal. Okay, I was, I was really wondering where you were going with that, because when you started talking about your ear being close to your shoulder, I was like thought you were gonna talk about how when you're doing push-ups your your ears are like rubbing against your shoulders you're doing them wrong i would have been doing them wrong yes no they just happen to be very close proximity i understand so to you hear all so the problems with my bones you're hearing your your destroyed carcass uh grinding itself to to dust in order to try to be yeah. in a healthy state as i'm that's excellent getting further and further with my one foot in the grave that's excellent so yeah, I, I'm hoping to get some sort of appointment and ask someone to, I don't know, what go, go to a doctor listener, a, a shoulder listener. That's a, a shoulder doctor, listener, right? yeah. You, yeah. you go into the shoulder listener. And, a shoulder and, whisperer. Uh, they, they, will, they will help me out with that. <gasps> they can whisper back to it? Yeah. <laughs> you you speak shoulder, doctor? Is that is that what's going on? Oh, yeah, I speak shoulder. Yeah. So that, that that's a hope. So outside of that, that has been my most recent thing is the trying to do 100 push-ups a day. And now I am probably going to stop doing that mostly because I feel like I'm giving myself bonitis in the shoulder or whatever. <laughs> my only regret is it that I have It doesn't sound bonitis. good. You're not, you're not supposed to sound like a bag of chalk when you move <laughs> your body, right? That's It's that's fine. A, <laughs> I don't think it's fine. I don't no, feel Over fine. time, you'll you'll build up like, you know... A nice an immunity, a nice, shock a nice, you'll you'll build up a nice protective wad of scar tissue in there, and uh, then you won't be able to put your arms over your head. It's fine. I don't see a problem. Think I like how any of that sounds. Ah, so, so your your side of things with it becoming more physically active after your old as dirt, you're yes. more into the bicycling end. Yes, because it's you know relatively uh, easy, and you can do other stuff while you're doing it, like listen to such podcasts as this. Ooh, and, can you? Yes, uh, you can. Where well, can well, you download this podcast? Yeah. Tell me more. Well, you go to blueberry.com. <laughs> it's, um, well, I mean, I like, I don't like, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing with, with physically, with physically active things. I don't right. like things that take a long time, but I also, I, I would much rather do something harder 
for a shorter period of time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care for walking because like, why? I just want to, can I just like walk once really hard and get there? (laughs) I don't want to take a power walk. I don't, I don't, I don't want to take 8,000 steps to get to work. Can I take like six really big steps? And just through, be through really thick mud. Just, yes, and just yeah, be and just be there. That's kind of had a jacuzzi full of Jello that you would just get in some sort of resistance training there. Tie a medicine ball to your exactly, knees. exactly. I just like you know, it's the same. It's the same mentality as you know. You're bringing in groceries. I can make three trips with groceries, or I can like lace lace my arm through forty grocery bags. And, yeah. and carry them all, barely able to pick my feet off the ground because I'd rather get, do it. Get a- in one step, in one in one trip, and be done with it. Get out the cargo belts and the shoulder straps. Exactly, and just have yourself just load- look like the 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 sleigh from the Grinch who stole Christmas. Exactly, just load me up like a pack mule and, and get me out of here. But uh, with with biking, because you can, I mean, you can you can do low intensity biking and just travel, or you know, you can get on the bike and you can pound it for like twenty kilometers, and an hour later you're twenty kilometers away and you've got a good workout in. What do you do when you're 20 kilometers away and you're done your workout? Well, ostensibly, if you're smart, you, just you do 10 you, you do 10 kilometers <laughs> out and 10 kilometers back. But one time, yeah, I had to give up on life. <laughs> last last week when I biked to work, which was 50 kilometers, and then I got to work and I'm like, well, now what? I now this sucks because now I'm at work. Yeah, but, pretty uh, much. Well, then you then you put in a a full day's half hour or something, yeah, you, and then head home. <laughs> are you talking about how much time I'm at work or how much work I do? Because if, uh, it's, how mu- if it's how much time I'm at work, <laughs> that's way too little. If it's how much work I do, that's way too much. Yeah, I I think I think we're both in agreement that running or jogging is stupid. Some people really get into it, and I've tried. I'm like, okay, people talk about this runner's high, and when you start running, you get addicted to it. I'm like, running. Everybody I've ever known who has like yep. started running, they end up with being this like healthy, skinny, fit guy who has like totally shit knees by the time he's forty. But that's the pro- is the knees thing, and I think it's just the fact that once <laughs> I get once I get that in my mentality, where someone someone says, oh yeah, it's great, but as soon as someone says, but it's bad for your knees. So if I take my first two steps, I try to jog twice, my mind goes immediately to my knees and i'm thinking to your bag of chalk knees right now it sounds like a bag of chalk down there i can hear it but i I was at least imaginative about that bag of chalk the bag of chalk in my right shoulder is real it is really a thing i wish i could record no i understand i understand what you're saying but a lot of which is why i jumped in the pool because i felt that's low impact sure it's 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 low impact it's low resistance yeah it's something that old ladies can do so it's right up your alley and you can talk to and hit on the old ladies in the pool. That's right. I was like, oh, hey, Bertha, how you doing? Oh, you're and doing okay, Stella right? is a delightful woman with some really interesting needlepoint hobbies. Yeah, you and know, you shouldn't you shouldn't smack talk. She's breaststroking along there with Agnes. and It's funny. When you go in there, like, honestly, I am literally uh, getting outpaced by the old lady. Uh, by the old ladies who are swimming lanes. The old, uh, what's a polite word for fat? Um. <laughs> anyway, the old the cor- old polite cor- word for fat cor- ladies corpulent. over on the other side of the pool. There you go. <laughs> they're over in the jazzer side, the underwater. What do they call it? Aquasize. Aquasize. Yeah, where they're like you know, where, submerged yeah, in I, water and yeah. still doing knee lifts. And I'm like, you're doing a knee. You're all your knees already up. Like, yeah. what is? I don't get. What hey, the don't worry about is. it. They're moving. They are, you, and they are you, exercising, and that is great. And. Other yep. than that, yes, your your limbs will lock up, and then if you try to move anything, then you get back to the bag of chalk. But they're mm-hmm. always over there, and there's always this really outlandishly boisterous middle-aged woman, and she's outside the pool, you know, just giving her, like, a workout video, and she's up in her, you know, she, she can lift her knee up over her shoulder and stuff, shouting nothing, come on, ladies, five more, and all. But the problem is, is you're in a pool, so every surface is this concrete echo chamber. So all you're hearing is, Come on, lady, just five more. And I'm, I can't hear a word she's saying. Well, and you're not doing her... it, so you don't have to hear. You should be well, you should be concentrating on Agnes doing doing her butterfly. And just... I, I am staring at Agnes so much, it's actually kind of uncomfortable. For I am you glued, or for her? Glued to the, well, both of us. Okay. I, I, managed, I managed to make staring at women a mutually uncomfortable experience. This is not a new thing that I've heard. I know. I'm just, I'm explaining it 
for our listener. I, but <laughs> the Mo. other thing, <laughs> the other thing that that uh, that she's got over there, this 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 boisterous aquasize instructor, is she's also got the uh, the boombox there mm-hmm. next to mm-hmm. her, so that everyone can listen to the beat. And she's got the bass set to twenty, and the rest of it, I'm kind of you, you can hear bits and pieces of it. Now, I I don't know everything about sound traveling, but does do different like treble and bass travel at slightly different speeds or do they echo or resonate differently because they absolutely I feel like I'm listening to the song at the wrong speed with oh, yeah. itself well, it when does, I try to it, concentrate on it, it doesn't work if you try to do something like that it, it, <laughs> yeah if you try to do stuff like that in in a in a giant echo chamber it's not going to work and it and it never does so i mean I, I i used to go anyway and i'll probably i've been thinking about going back this week and that that yeah we'll we'll see how many episodes it takes for someone to say hey you said you were going back to the pool are you doing that yet are you exercising mm, no no probably not well see i i do that with weights because i i, I like the I, I like the idea of lifting weights and mm-hmm. i like the social aspect of having like a weight partner because you need to have a weight partner because when you're doing mm. like bench press and stuff you, you'll you kill yourself if you don't have, have a i got some corpulent ladies for you then uh, so different kind of weight partner different kind of weight partner i got okay. lots of that kind of weight so <laughs> there's this guy at work that i i i I, I would go with occasionally, but the thing is, he just he likes to go at the end of the day when work is over. He'll go and do like an hour, an hour and a half in the gym, grunting out a bunch of reps, and that's cool, you know, good for him. But when the end of the day comes, I've been bored for so long through most days that it's yeah. like I am exhausted. I am falling asleep. I want to go home and get on with my day i I, like i just don't have the energy to go to the gym after work most days now i'm hoping that comes around eventually but it's kind of like if when i was i used to go at lunchtime and that was way better because first of all you by the time you get an hour's workout in you're actually out of work for like two hours by the time you get ready and have a shower at the end of it ah that's why i cheat and only do a half hour of the pool (laughs) because it's a 15 minute walk on both ends yeah there yeah exercise for a whole hour in my workplace, nobody really seems to care, and if you're doing it in the guise <laughs> of, uh, you know, physical fitness, that you have a lot of leeway. Like if you just don't show up for work, somebody would have something to say. But if you're like, unless you say, "Oh, it's okay, I was working out." Well, they say, "Oh, where were you? Oh, I was over the gym." Oh, okay. It, it's it's like expected. <laughs> That's one of the things, man. When you work in the environment that I work in, like everybody there is expected to be at least some level of physically fit. But now, can I assume that that's what? Start I, well. I won't say started, but rekindled your interest in physical fitness. Well, here's the thing: it, that has come and gone. I mean, when I, you know, when I was at Acadia like years ago, right? Um, we, I used to go with with a couple other guys, and we'd go to the gym and we'd do the same thing. We'd grunt out a bunch of weights and whatever. And uh, so, I mean, I was in, I was into it pretty hard for like, you know, probably a year or two years and I made some pretty, pretty decent gains. But then I started working here, you know, kind of fell off from that. And I got to the point where I was like, Oh, I'm just going to do the thing I do. I like biking or like hiking. I do that kind of stuff, but I would do that kind of stuff maybe once a week, which is really not enough. And probably about six months to a year ago, I had a really bad bout of that, you know, incurably shitty knee thing that I have. (laughs) And, I started coming to the realization, you know, I need to start eating better. I need to start doing something because, I mean, I'm soon going to have to start going for my my yearly colonoscopies at this point. I'm not 16 anymore and I have to stop thinking that I am. So Yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> it'll it'll get there. Which is funny because you're a whole month and a half older than me, but yeah. I know I'm going to live forever. I don't care. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm going to live forever too, but I'd rather live forever without my uh my, my absolutely crappy joints that you know make it difficult and painful to walk well i got a bag of chalk in my shoulder so i'm close See, so I'm getting you're, there. yeah you're getting there and i like i can't i can't squat down I, I started i started trying to do you know weighted squats and i i got okay but i can't my my, my ankles and my knees are, are i lack the mobility and in my hips especially just because i sit on my butt all day long i, yeah, I lack the mobility well, to get into a deep squat and then i started talking to somebody else about, you know, oh, hiking and camping and all this kind of stuff, like getting into backwoods camping, and I started realizing there's absolutely no way I could ever go to the bathroom in the woods, because I can't squat. 
Like I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like build a toilet every time I have to go to the bathroom. What, what, do, you, do you do that thing where you lean against a? Um, I could do that, tree but that's something. not what. You, if I, then you, you have know. to push yourself away from a tree, and, and then you have to, yeah. Well, you have to also the whole this whole thing. You have to try not to poop in your, you know, you get your pants around your ankles, and then you try not to deposit it right back into your pants. But uh, oh. right. I have to do it at all. Right? I have to do it at all. Right? I, I have I have a thing where yeah this the the part of fooling myself is that I am evidently capable of just sort of leaping into any sort of any physical activity. Like someone says, "Hey, come and do this thing." I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." And I I can run, sprint, squat, or you know do any any kind of quick thing. Like oh, I can quickly pick up a lacrosse stick and fling a thing. I can play soccer with my kid. I can do any of those things for exactly fifteen seconds. Yeah, and then I die. Yep. Because I'm completely out of shape. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's the realization of different things like that where I say to myself, hey, you know what? You know, I'm kind of portly in awkward places. And also I feel like, you know, my arms are tiny. And I feel like if I walk too fast for 30 seconds, I can't breathe anymore. So I'm like, what are the things that I can do that will help that? And that's where I'm trying to get to. Yeah. So not actively. Well, that's that what would, I want to be. This has been a good segment on, hey, listen to these two old crappy shape guys so, <laughs> uh i don't want to i don't want to beat this horse too uh no, too think, much to death I but i think we're good i think we're done excellent that's it's uh moving on so one of the other things that, that we did in last week was i got us a social media account oh yeah i should probably follow that yeah oh that'll be my our, is, our is, first follower i think is it on the is it on the twitters it is the Twitters, because I was curious. You can do the thing on the Twitters where you're, well, I thought you could do this, where you enter in a username, and usually it tells you, that one's already taken. So you have to be, you know, Naked Bob Francie 1286, and, and that then that becomes your your one, because Bob Francie is already taken, and then Naked Bob Francie is already taken. So what do you do? But I managed to get <laughs> at Sean and Ross. That's excellent. And I, I couldn't believe it. I was putting it in and it says, what's your password going to be? And I said, wait, wait, aren't you supposed to tell me that that is literally already taken by someone else? I said, oh, don't put in a password. <laughs> Went through the whole thing. And aren't you supposed to lie to me and, and kiss my butt? <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's referencing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a voter. Yeah. Is it, oh, that's, Ghost, is, that's two, isn't it? That's Ghostbusters 2, yeah. I know that that, yeah. Anyway, so that's from Ghostbusters 2. But yeah, so we are on the Twitter because we, we talked about this, not in the first episode, but I think this was the precursor to the first episode mm. where we mentioned, hey, what are we going to do at the end? Like, oh, you know, like and subscribe us on this and you can you know, add us on this one and hit us up with this email thing and you should totally check us out on SnapWiz and Insta, InstaFlan. <laughs> and eventually we said, oh, we should do none of those things. Uh, check me out on my face. Yeah, <laughs> on my poops. <laughs> <laughs> RateMyPoop.com <laughs> They're at myankles.org So I, I managed to get a Twitter thing Even though it probably would make more sense to have an email address But let's just go with Twitter for now So mm. if you have any interest in following us on Twitter Or asking us something that you can't literally ask us Either in person or by a quick message Because anyone <laughs> listening to this probably if, knows us personally If, if you don't know us personally Follow us on Twitter We are at Sean and Ross yeah, if, if you're one of the people listening, if, if you are a person listening to us who has never, <laughs> if you who, are who a living human know it, being, it's, well, we know there's none of them listening. And if you are going back after we got famous and sold out and going through the original episodes over again, then hey, maybe we've got a really awesome Twitter feed. My my follow up to this uh, to this Twitter thing was I have never been very good at this whole social media thing having an instagram or you know being active on facebook or friending everything or liking everything uh, having lots of twitter followers i've i've seen the occasional bit of advice that's all eh, if you're going to be big on twitter then you need to you need to do a mention a day and you need to send messages to people and you need to always ask a question because that gets the community involved god that sounds like a stupid amount of work for absolutely no real emotional reward to me I, I, I maybe that's it my problem with social media is i don't ever feel rewarded by it i might as well play second life remember second life that was, yes that was well i don't ever i didn't try it i've heard of it oh okay. i remember it being a thing i remember it coming up at work where someone said they said that our business needs to be on second life and i thought that sounds ridiculous yeah it's kind of like it's it's sort of like if someone said you know what i've decided to be multi-dimensional I, I don't have enough <laughs> to do in this in this current dimension 
if I could slide into another dimension and go over there and remember to do all the stupid stuff that I do in this life, but twice. Feed your plants. Uh, You know, get a kid, own a house, decorate your front lawn, all of that stuff. But twice. Are you crazy? It's one of those things that got me stopping playing games, you know, the the Memorpagas, like uh, World of Warcraft. Because you you have to log in and make sure you're getting all your bejeweled, dazzled tokens of Omegatude every day. God, I have to remember to do this. That's an hour and a half out of my day being in this other world, remembering to somehow accumulate the right amount of things in this other world to make that feel yeah. like I'm like I'm contributing to something or I'm accomplishing something. I'm like, I have enough accomplishments I'm not getting to in this life. I don't need additional ones. I'd like to point out that you just use the phrase, I have enough accomplishments. No, no. I have enough things that I'm supposed to be accomplishing. I see. That I'm failing at. So if anybody wants to contact contact us by email, <laughs> we can be contacted at seanandrosspodcast at gmail.com. Did you just register that while I was blabbering? Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. See, that would have been nice to have before I associated the Twitter account. Well, we can change that later. Yeah, we These can are all that. things we can talk about we can fix not it. right now. We can fix it in post. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Ooh, I did mention about pop vinyl. So let's talk about collecting things. Okay. Because I've tried collecting things before in my life and just as simple as you know collecting cool rocks or when you get those quarters and they have all the different uh provinces or states or different specific pictures on them and you mean canadian quarters where there's never three that are the same yeah yeah i mean the american ones do the exact same thing but we've got all those crazy ones now and they're very culturally uh wonderful first nations things and cool and we have them for like remembrance day and breast cancer and tim hortons and you know it's like come on guys yeah there's one there's one for everything so gotta gotta collect them all i didn't even get into pokemon when i was big so i've never really been a collector nor i anything but you have found your way towards pop vinyls and something has i wouldn't say clicked or i i don't even it's funny, you worry about it being an obsession, but I still don't think it's an obsession. I think it's a curiosity okay. that, that you have. You, <laughs> you, you think you're addicted and obsessed? Well, I, I don't, I'd have to turn around to make a final count, but they're starting to loom over me. Mm, I bought one for my daughter three years ago. I probably have somewhere between 40 and 50 at this point. It's a lot. Hmm. It is a lot, but you did the thing where you got a couple that you liked, and then you looked at them and thought, well, I better get the rest of them in that particular set. Yeah. And you're saying, I think one of the ones was when you started telling me that you were trying to get the more from from Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I thought to myself, there are a lot of people in that movie. <laughs> well, there's only four from Doctor Strange. There's a lot in Avengers Infi- Infinity War, well, and, and I've got yeah. most of those at this point. And then I got like Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy and, you know, Disney princesses and Fraggles. It's great. Wait, wait. There's a Disney princess collection? Of course there is. Right. But you collect the Disney princess collection. Of course I do. Right. Okay. <laughs> Ariel and Belle and Cinderella and Aurora and Jasmine and Meredith. I am aware of the Disney yeah. princesses. Rapunzel. Give me crap about it. <laughs> Do you have... Oh, I don't even know. What's um, What's the girl from Brave? What's her name? Is she Yeah, Merida. Yeah, I got her. Uh, okay, are, are, are we going to switch over into a conversation about which of the Disney princesses are actual princesses and which ones are arguable? Belle from Beauty and the Beast has always been an argument. Well, she's not a... Who... What was the... What was the beast? Was he was he a prince? Because they got married at the end, so she would then or be a princess. Just, was he just rich? Because all know. the other ones, they were princess. Oh no, Snow White wasn't a princess. She just married the dude at the end, didn't she? Prince Charming, yeah. No. So yeah, no. Oh no, Prince Charming was Sleeping Beauty. I get Sleeping Beauty and Snow White very yeah. very well mixed. But yeah. S- Snow White, no, Beauty I and think- the Beast. The Beast was was a prince who was. Um, cursed so when if they got married then she was a princess yes really allude on well she wears kind of wedding ish clothes well i mean it's it's canon that they got married at some point i didn't see no wedding certificate well i need to have this stuff i don't know what to tell you and uh yeah i mean yeah jasmine was a princess although in that line of royalty they 
probably called them something different, being a Middle Eastern monarchy. Uh, well, her dad's the Sultan, but I think they yeah. still called her Princess Jasmine. Yeah, I guess. So. I, I mean, they did in the movie. Whether that's accurate or not, I don't. You know, know you know she, what? She's she's the best. That's yeah. that's where I'm trying well, to. I'd like to, I'd like to point out. Best. I'd like to point out that that Princess Leia is now a Disney princess. I think we have to move on now. Okay. <laughs> or at least go back. Let's let's go back to you having an entire collection of yes. giant-headed plastic models. Giant-headed plastic models. I, I enjoy the giant-headed plastic models. Whoa, 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 whoa. Because you don't exactly get them out and play with them or set no. up little cool uh, YouTube videos. They don't, of they don't come out of the box. They don't come Aha. out of the box. So is it a collection of... And this is this is the part where I, I fall down on is it's both an enjoyment and an investment. I do not subscribe to the idea that it is an investment because anything made to be collectible is never going to be worth anything. Anything so that's you... well, I mean, you you collect them because you enjoy them because you want to. The the fun is in the getting, not necessarily the having. Although the having, you know, it's is it also not maybe having more than the other guy? It's it's the hunt. Is it a comparison it's game? The, it's the hunt for me. I'm a completionist. It's a hunt of knowing, like, there's one left in this in this selection, fraggle this series. This series. Yeah. Yes, I have one fraggle left. I need, and then I have all of the fraggle series. And you know, it's kind of it's kind of like. Well, magic cards kind of used to be a thing for me. I used to collect those, but I was collecting those in order to play with them, not necessarily to to have them or to have a bigger collection. It was to be able to build a deck and play the game. Mm. But, you know, it was the same thing there is you 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 can cheat and order them online, you know, not that's necessarily cheating, but you know what I mean? Like you didn't just find the, the, the card you needed or the pop you needed through happenstance. You didn't wander into a store and hunt for it and then find it. You just went online. You're like, yeah, I want this one. All right, 12.95, send it to me. And that's kind of where I am now as I've gotten, I tend to get a chunk of them when they're on sale somewhere. And then the rest of them of that collection, I'm I'm like going from EB Games to Walmart to other EB Games, and because they've got those store exclusive ones. There is store exclusive ones, and I'm tr- I'm at at this point, I'm getting to the point where I kind of favor those ones more than the commons because you can get the commons ev- anywhere, and they're kind of <laughs> you know what. what is, Everybody's got those ones. They do. I mean, every store has you know the Thor Ragnarok Hulk or or the the Avengers Captain America so it's nearly a feeling of superiority over the store itself well it's just a collecting you don't have not everything has to be because you're an asshole it's I'm I'm trying to find your motivation for it so you can see how I would lean towards that (laughs) (laughs) that is uh, a fair point uh no I just I mean you know it's it's getting something that is relatively unique in the store exclusive ones anyway or the because i've got a couple one i guess that was a a san diego comic-con exclusive that just happened to somehow end up in an eb games and i'm like oh well, i'm mm. gonna get that because i'm sure nobody else around here has that and you know anyway and then i got a bunch I of figure, i figure there are two possibilities for my disinterest in it because i look at them and i think hey those are kind of cool I'd, I'd like to have a, a couple like that my disinterest comes from two things a stoic attempt at going against the grain and being kind of the anarchist. No, everyone's collecting these, so I sure don't want one in my house. And the other possibility is I don't like their eyes. I think the eyes are lifeless and creepy. Well, they're toys, so if they had lifelike eyes, then they'd be deep in the uncanny valley and you wouldn't like them because of that. They're just black, empty there's one black dot. They don't have any kind of character to them at all. It, I mean, they're stylized. Give a green ring with a pupil. I the, get that it's the style. It's the stylized. It's just how they are. If you don't like it, that's cool. Nobody's making you like it. True. And I think but it comes down to... everyone else likes them. But it comes down feel... to the fact that you like to be a contrarian. And that's like... <sighs> a, that's a defining characteristic of your personality. You're a contrarian. And a lot of us... But when someone calls group, me that, I have to disagree. But <laughs> that's kind of a... Def- a definition of a contrarian, man. But makes it really difficult. To I understand that. that. But we, we as a group of y- you and I and everybody we know tend to be that way, which is why you know if somebody everybody comes is in, everyone stupid except us. Exactly, and this is why when when somebody comes in, like you know, we get we get new guy comes into our little 
world and it's like oh you know have you guys tried this product or have you guys done this here and you know exactly who i'm talking about and and it's, it's everyone who's tried to come into our group in the last seven years yeah and we just shred them like oh that guy's an idiot because he likes doing this and he likes doing that oh he likes that. different stuff screw that guy for living in beaver bank it's yeah, we've specifically like talking about this you know these four topics for the last exactly. eleven years. Yeah, you, you hold a different you hold a different opinion. Get the hell out of here. We don't take kindly that you're kind around here. And yet, in the we- in a weird way, whenever we bring up like divisive topics amongst ourselves, we're usually very objective and quite kind of. Hey, well, you know, let's look at this from all angles. Let's devil's advocate just for the fun of it. Or and usually, it's there's then there's we a- get opinionated. Well, it's it seems to be there's usually one person has has an opinion, one or two people have have the, have the quote unquote wrong opinion, and then everybody else shouts them down, and then eventually no, then we just don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> that that is what normally happens. Yeah, yeah, because I, I you know I remember back in the day when we were talking about the whatever it was the 2015 one 2015 oh. election the, the the Donald Trump election. And, and oh. I came up and said something about, you know, oh, this and that about, you know, kind of a semi-pro Hillary sort of thing. Just, hey, I don't really know anything about this, but this seems to be a, a cool thing. And I just got shredded because not because anybody there is pro-Trump, quite the opposite. It's because it was an absolute definition of a giant douche and a turd sandwich. And anybody that had anything good to say about either candidate was completely shredded. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, I, I guess I'm not supposed to have an opinion on this. It's 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 almost there keeps being the talk nowadays that the left and the right are so much more divided than ever. And I think yeah. it's not really their fault because what's happened is their leaders have become so completely useless. They're just characters. That they're kind of just I'm, angry. Yeah. Each side is angry at each other because their person isn't as good as they want them to be. Yeah, the parties, the, the public faces of the parties have become absolute characters of themselves. Ugh. You know, and, and even more so if um, you had to see Bernie Sanders stay, because uh, we're going to leap off into into a topic here that neither of us have a clue about. So that's true. My apology, but from what I've managed to gather in my own little world up way up here in the frozen north of Canada, is that um, Bernie Sanders has these. If you're if you're deeply in the left, he had these great ideas, and it looked it, like he was going to fix the world because he was the only one that could look at the at the national economy and fix it. He had all these ways of fixing it, but really, mm. if you actually dig into a lot of his ideas, they're like basically complete garbage about how like not again not that I'm pro anybody else, but a lot of his ideas were completely unworkable, not. Not for the least of reasons of which that the United States tends to have a complete and massive knee-jerk reaction to anything that even comes close to a socialist, you know, any kind of social programs. Basically, if yeah. you can't if you if you can't live live on your own, then you die on your own. Is the way that that their general national mentality is rugged individualism. Everybody is Rambo, and so anything that comes in even close to to talking about oh, if we all paid a little, we'd all get a lot. <laughs> Communist bastard. But you know, and then on the other hand, you got Trump over here, who you know, much like you know Ronald Reagan and other people before him, just want to dump money into his buddies' pockets, and oh, that'll just trickle down to the poor people. Yeah, that's yeah. certainly starting to feel a little bit old. But I, I, yeah. again, I, I mean, I, I only know what's going on. <clears throat> based on the limited amount of news and media that I watch, which exactly. is effectively stand-up comedians. Yes. And we get, you know, you get the, the little bit through osmosis you learn through the filter of CBC, which is the most left-leaning of media you can possibly get. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's probably worse, but they're certainly not, I don't know, I, I like to pretend they're objective, but probably because I agree with them more often than not. Yes. Or I also enjoy listening to them totally raz. Not, I don't enjoy that they just raz people, you know, right, right-leaning people. Mm. I enjoy that they raz right-leaning crazy people. Mm. Like, I think the whole concept, one of the concepts of everyone is stupid except us is that on, to the, to the both sides, to the, to the, you know, the left side and the right side, if you want to call them those, there are crazies on both sides, like mm-hmm. super, super duper crazies. And I got into an argument, a big fight with a friend of mine the other day about this um this news article 
that was about uh, God, was it a police officer who was in trouble because he had posted something on his Facebook page. I think it was an Ontario police officer, and he would he had posted an image, and it was like it was just a meme of a guy in a in a lab coat and a doctor suit pointing at the camera, saying, "Oh, if you, oh, so so you say you're liberal, not a liberal, but you say you're liberal, and then the bottom line is, have you thought about committing suicide?" <laughs> Well, I'm glad you laugh. Well, I, not so much because of the subject, but because that's how inappropriate that is for anybody that works, you know, for any law enforcement or federal agency. And on top of that, that's a super weak meme. We agreed that it was inappropriate for someone in in public service to put that, but this friend thought that that was hilarious. And then there were there were all these there were all these posts uh, on on the topic, just sort of like, oh, this guy thinks exactly how I think, and I think. Why? I don't understand how a person hears that. Like, if you tell me that you like volleyball and I immediately say, well, we can't talk anymore because in my brain, I believe fundamentally that anyone who likes volleyball is a puppy killing monster. And there's no way you can you can argue with me. There's no way you can convince me that the fact that you like volleyball means that you're not a puppy killing monster. And so when I see posts like that, oh, you're a liberal. You should probably commit suicide. You you honestly. So as soon as someone says I'm a liberal, you don't want to hear about them struggling with raising their kids or them having a really interesting job at work or them learning about the joys of ignoring the first three Star Wars trilogies. You know, just you don't want to have any interaction or discourse with them whatsoever. You just want to immediately dismiss people. And I recognize the fact that as I was talking to this friend about this meme, I was recognizing the fact that they were slowly dismissing me Mm. because I had a contrary opinion. Mm -hmm. That happens. I mean, that's that obviously happens with political discussions like almost instantly as soon as somebody is a differing yeah. opinion and i see this in i don't have to listen to you because you're a left-leaning nut job you're a right-leaning nut job and they're they're both accusing each other back and forth and you're never meeting somewhere in between saying you know what i disagree with what you're talking about but can we both just agree that scott bacula was really hot back in the 90s man he was hot in, in he was super hot. That he was hot he was hot in enterprise come on when when his when his stubble would grow out just that little bit and kind of just it, it would it would be that kind of black stubble on, uh, on you've Clint thought about this way too much and He's now so i'm gonna, I'm gonna dismiss i'm gonna dismiss you <laughs> I see this exact same paradigm that you're discussing. I see it at work. I work in a fairly multicultural area. So I got this guy who's from the States and I got this guy who's from England. And I mean, they're working together and they have similar, you know, jobs. They have similar interests and all this kind of stuff. But they start talking about politics and national policy. And you can see neither one of them is actually listening to the other guy. They're just talking. And then a long pause while they wait for their turn to talk again. And argue and say, no, wait, my, my side makes more sense because exactly. here are some more reasons. You know, I have an uncle, uh, my direct uncle, my, no, wait, my father's sister's husband. So not a blood uncle, but an uncle nonetheless. And his job, he has a job where he goes to the UN and lobbies to just ban abortion. He just, he hates it, steadfastly hates it. He's, God is so against abortion that we need to get rid of this entire medical procedure because it's just against God's will. And okay. I sat down and had a conversation with him one day. And it, it wasn't like, hey, Uncle, let's call him Hank. Hey, Uncle Hank, what are your thoughts on all of these uh, questionable things? I, I just sat down and I was talking to him. He was talking about fishing and we were talking about the weather and how nice it is and then we suddenly slipped into some conversation about muslim immigration and he has a lot of thoughts about how (laughs) everything in the world is the muslim's fault and i sat there and the best thing to do was to just listen because i recognized that there was no changing that opinion but the fact that i know where he's coming from allows me to understand him a little bit better and as a family member, I'm just sort of like, okay, I'm probably not going to bring up Muslims with him ever again, because I I, happ- I know where he stands. But 
I know that he likes fishing. I know that he likes going for walks. I know that he's a good man to his wife and his daughters, and he is a friendly, outgoing individual. As long as you're not a Muslim trying to buy a house in his neighborhood. That <laughs> so becomes exhausting. is he a perfect man? No. But it's trying to find that that common ground that if enough people start looking for that common ground maybe we can all start having a conversation eventually about how to fix stuff without just being oh that's a right idea or that's a left idea that becomes exhausting when you have to keep a mental list for every person of what can i what can i and what can i not talk about while you're present because i've been to the town i live in right well i don't talk to anybody while i'm there unless i'm in the confines (laughs) of your apartment like I go from your apartment to my car, and then I drive home, and then I I, I try not to make eye contact with anybody. It is mentally exhausting to because live here. I will probably offend somebody if I make eye contact. Yes, you will. Um, but this this sort of thing that we're discussing doesn't even is not even limited to um like religious or uh, political. No. things because i've i have a laundry list of autoimmune disorders and because of that i have to eat a fairly specialized diet where i have to limit my carbohydrate intake most of my most of the time now as soon as i mention that i eat a keto diet which is becoming a new buzzword and it's either there's two people two types of people that that have heard of keto either the ones that are like oh i've heard of keto that's really good you know oh, I've, my cousin did keto and he lost 80 pounds or there's the other guy oh my god keto is gonna kill you why are you doing that that's the worst thing ever it's clogged your arteries you're gonna die i read and, a thing on facebook that's yeah, filling you with 100 percent. i've i've read so much crap on facebook about how keto is gonna kill you the thing is, is I mean, I've discussed it with my doctor before. I tried it, admittedly, as an experiment before bringing it to my doctor because I'm like, well, it's just a way of eating. How dangerous can it be? Uh, spoiler alert, it's not. Um, but, you you know, I tried it. And I'm like, oh, all of my knee and ankle problems pretty much went away. I still lack mobility, but the swelling was gone after like three days of eating this way. I'm like, well, it seems stupid to continue to not eat this way if eating this way is pretty much the cure to all of my problems. Mm. So I'm like, well, I'm just going to eat this way. It's a bit of a pain in the butt, admittedly. And I, I do, you know, I have like, you know, quote unquote cheat days, but not very often. Like once every couple of months, I'll be like, well, you know, I really want some chips or I really want, you know, a sandwich or something. So I'll, <laughs> ma- I'll, I'll make the, I'll, I'll go and get what I want and, you know, you own it and no, I'm probably going to suffer for it, but I don't I see that do that's that. it. I don't see that that's any different than somebody who's like, oh, I'm going to go drink myself stupid on the weekend, even though I know I'm going to wake up s- Sunday morning and, you know, hung over well, and feeling terrible. The the other the other problem is everyone comes up to you and they're all like, oh, keto diet, huh? Well, you should be doing this and this and this. And, and you can just stand yes. and say, um, okay, uh, of the two of us, which of us are living in my body right now? The point I was getting to before I went off on that long and ramble oh, okay. uh, was that it's the same thing there. It's like people hear oh you're doing this and they dismiss you as if you're an idiot because of this one thing you're doing and it's like i'm not doing this because it's trendy now admittedly a lot of people are now doing it who 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 have heard of it because it's currently trending but at the same time it could also somehow medically help them Uh, trendiness isn't the worst thing in the world if you follow something because it's trendy it could end up helping you there's such a wide net of people caught up in stuff that it could be beneficial for a large portion of them. But mm-hmm. what worries me so much right now is that there's a combination of, I, I know people and they go to the doctor and they will go to a doctor and come back and question everything the doctor says to them. But then they will believe like gospel truth, mm. something that they read on Facebook. You have like, to question what everything. What are we doing? Yeah, you have to question everything. And I think you do have to question sometimes what doctors tell you, especially when it comes to things about nutrition and dietary health, because unfortunately, I mean, my doctor is about 14 years old, so he has a lot of new information, <laughs> but a lot of doctors. They're, Side they're, they, note, that's very impressive. Good, good for that doctor. Uh, yeah. Good uh, for her. So, so yeah, when, when, when I go to Doogie, he's, he's pretty good about it. <laughs> he, he has up-to-date information and, and he's also, taking it upon himself to continue to gather all of the up-to-date information as it emerges, because this is one of those things that new information is constantly emerging on. Yeah. It's not like, you know, if you went to him with smallpox, he 
it's not, he wouldn't have to go and look up a bunch of new information. Well, he probably wonder leech all your blood yeah, out. He'd, he'd probably have to wonder where the hell did you get smallpox? It's been eradicated <laughs> since like 1893. You're going to rub this root on your leg. Yeah, you know it's but it's uh, but you get some doctors I know, and I've read a lot of people um, in like keto in the keto subreddit. A lot of people talk about how they went to their doctor, and their doctor's dead set against eating keto because the back in the 50s and 60s. This is going to sound tinfoil hat, but it actually happened. You can look it up. The sugar lobby and the grain lobby tossed mm. a whole bunch of money at the government to create. You remember the food pyramid that was that was the way we were taught that we were supposed to eat. We still have it. They keep updating it every well, it's, number it's, of it's years, like so you my, can tell which lobby is winning. It's the my plate or whatever it is now. But the food pyramid that you and I grew up on, being taught in school, was to have like eight servings of whole grains in a day, and then. Mm. But it's basically so much cow milk, it's coming out your ears. Yeah, it's like if you take the food pyramid and actually turn it almost upside down, that's about what people should be eating. Well, you you get rid of the refined sugar and. and No, I was going to say it's beer and chocolate on the bottom, isn't it? Get get rid of that absolute garbage that's on the top. You don't need that at all. If you do want to have it, you can have it very sparingly as, as you want. But you don't need that to live. But, you know, it's just. It's. It's. It was actually the grain lobby went to the government and said, "Hey, this is what we want people to be eating because it gets us the most money. Here, have a whole bunch of money for your campaigns." Suddenly, you know, we had the food pyramid for thirty odd years. Yeah. And, and suddenly, obesity is an is a national epidemic. Well, how the frig did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, it's the thing that I think is important is the difference between questioning everything. That's something, and I have. I have friends that come back and they said, I went to my doctors and they told me that I should be on, you know, fish oil. I told them to, you know, I told them they were basically a quack and to go fuck themselves. <laughs> I think, okay, whoa, 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 you did what? Like, I, yeah, I think there's a big no. difference. What I, what I would like, question everything, let's lessen that a little bit to clarify everything. Yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> my doctor tells me something and I'm like, could you just, could, could you put that in context and maybe give me a little bit of backstory as to why you're telling me this? I was as opposed to flipping his desk over, punching yeah. him in the face and storming out, which I have friends had do. Yeah, I've had my doctor tell of me the things before, like prescribe me something back in the day. And I'm like, okay, and then I'll go home and look up what this thing is before I actually take it. And then I kind of go back mm. to him and say, you know... I'm not sure about the side effects and can we discuss it? And, but you know, it's, you do realize I'm not a 24 ton orca whale, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, I've gone and, you know, tried this and tried that. I had a bunch of problems that we we were trying to work around. Like basically he wasn't trying to just throw medication at me as a cure, but he was kind of, let's try this. Let's try that. Trying to get Mm. to the the root cause of what my problem was. Um, Doing differential diagnosis, like let's throw I'm, this at you, and if that works, then that's I mean, probably I'm what not, the problem is. I've taken a biology course in my whole. Oh, actually, no, never. I've never taken a biology course. I've taken one chemistry course in high school, so I don't know anything about mes- medicine or doctors. But the number of people I hear telling me, "Yeah, they're going to try me on this medication for six months," and then they come back and they say things like, "Oh, it was giving me, you know, dizzy spells, and I was breaking <laughs> out in hives." And I, I got superpowers, and I thought, "Can all right, you know." I get it. The human body is quite complicated and medicine isn't perfect, but shouldn't a doctor have a little bit more heads up or a plan? Well, here's the thing is that try these pills. And if you grow hair on your nipples, then we know not to try those ones anymore. Communication is usually the the problem because, I mean, doctors know what a possible side effect is going to be to whatever but they often don't tell you or if they do tell you you're not really processing um but anyway it's just kind of you have to the human body is so messy i mean you take a food item like a peanut which you know is delicious and nutritious and gives me all kinds of good you know nutrition in my body to let me do things it's protein and it's 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 nice you know but or or then you give it to this other guy over here and he dies yep well, that's the other thing. The human, the human body is incredibly complicated, but what we've done is we've put seven and a half billion of them. Yeah. And they're all a little bit different from each other. Yeah, which is why medication, like, and especially if you start talking about something. The entire world says, you know what's great? Cranberries. And then yeah. 7.5 billion people try cranberries and it kills half of them and it makes the other ones into like supermodels. And you're yeah. like, well, what do we do with this information? I don't know. And if you start talking about things like mental health, you add like a whole bunch of other layers on that because how, Ugh. like, 
you start looking at how is, is your problem that you have neurotransmitters all out of whack in which case you know this medication you know that's no different than you know being diabetic and you need insulin okay because your brain can't make this neurotransmitter take this pill it'll help you make that neurotransmitter or it's like is it a situational problem like are you just long-term sad because your job sucks and you're single you know so in which case yes. there's probably nothing wrong with you it's just oh wait that was you're, rhetorical you're in it <laughs> <laughs> You're in a shitty situation. Anyway, it's yeah. Moving on. It, yeah, I don't think we're gonna fix the entire human race tonight. Not in the what? Not in this episode. Well, I mean, if we went ten minutes long, we might, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> next episode, two parter. Yeah, we'll do we'll do that next time around. Um, speaking of everyone being wrong and uh, people not listening to both sides, this is that that was how that argument started, and it could go into this thought of what's what's going on with Armenia and a revolution and Venezuela having a problem with their dictators. And I, I kind of wanted to lead into it with just the basics of dictators in general, people being in charge. And this happened, remember the Arab Spring a number of years ago in Egypt with, I can't remember the name of the guy, but it was one of those, hey, we finally got rid of this dictator, let's elect in this other guy or this, this other leader in some way, shape or form. And then what inevitably happens, not that Donald Trump is the best example of this. He says, we're going to drain the swamp. Hol you know, Hollywood. <laughs> Washington, Washington is far too corrupt. So let's get someone different in. And they did. And mm -hmm. the first thing he did, and pretty much up to the most recent thing that he's done, is be corrupt. You know, spread the money around. Hey, let's say, uh, hey, now that I'm in, what can I do? I can, I can pass a tax bill that I gives all of my friends a really nice kickback and f everybody else hire so a bunch of friends and family you know it's I, I i read a thing one time that said that the only people like the only types of personalities that strive for power that have that ambition for power are psychopaths hmm. i mean that's a very generalizing statement but a lot of psychopaths get to be in charge <laughs> are we talking specifically are we talking generically about dictators or are we again talking specifically about trump because there has been many not not just armchair uh psychologists but real ones who have like diagnosed him with you know sociopathic narcissistic oh, it doesn't no it doesn't need to be about specifically about him it, you can talk about dictators over the last 60 years you know the ones that mm. we at least know of yeah and, i mean yeah you look at your um uh well your mussolini's and your hitlers but then you also you know look at uh oh god the cuban guy Oh, Castro. Castro, or yes. And, ba or your, Bashar al-Assad over and, and in your, Syria. He's... Your, your Kim Jong-ils and your Kim Jong-uns, you know, it's they're, they're, they're almost like hereditary uh, in North Korea. That's like a hereditary psychopathy. Mm -hmm. So you're born... the psychopaths are in charge yeah. because those are the only ones who will ruthlessly get to a point of being in charge because when you get the slightest amount of conscience, you... Yeah either will admit to being wrong about something, which will get you voted out, or yeah. it won't get you on the ballot. Because you'll say, oh, I made a mistake, but you should vote for me anyway. We never vote those guys in. No. Because they get strung up by their failings. This is so not a new to... idea. This is... No, it's not. This is 100% out of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where Douglas Adams uses the phrase, um, anybody who could possibly win an election to be elected to be in charge should not be allowed to be in charge yeah anybody who wants that power should never be given that power one of my favorite comedians Bill, billy Connolly, is a uh, scotch guy and he he has two quotes on it that i always lo love and one is the desire to be a politician should bar you for life yes. from ever becoming one and then right after that he always says don't vote it encourages them <laughs> But so. yeah, so I mean, it's, it, it, it's not it's not a present problem, which is which is an issue because now we need to rename the podcast to everyone has always been stupid, <laughs> except us previously. I, I mean, the pharaohs even. Have you heard about the, the, the potential looming reunification of North and South Korea? I haven't heard anything about that in the last couple yes. of days, but yes, that's uh... Trump thinks that he got the two sides talking i don't and know what this game is he here. Get a nobel prize the interesting thing that i heard about this entire thing is that kim jong-un before his dad died and he was put in charge of a country with a lot of problems he used to live in switzerland oh he's very big on western a, society he's huge on in basketball plated hotel yeah going skiing with supermodels and having a hundred liters of alcohol a night and just partying life away 
all of which he still does in his nation of poverty. Mm-hmm. But he's very big go on with, Western there are society. Fewer Swiss blonde hotties in North America. He just kidnaps them than there are in the Alps. Yeah, but, yeah. But he has he, Dennis Rodman bring him over. Exactly. Exactly. Here's the thing: is like a week before that announcement that. North and South Korea were getting together to, to, to you know, have a, have a, have a Not chat boots. session. Yeah. I, no, I get you. It's <laughs> a week before he made that announcement, before that announcement was made, he was like publishing stuff about how they're going to crush the United States and all this kind of stuff. You know, the same, the same BS propaganda that they've been yeah, spouting that for decades. Yeah, they had where they were yeah. know, waving their dicks at each other. Exactly. And it's like, what's the scam here? Why, why all of a sudden, like, did somebody. I don't, it, it does feel a bit like an about turn, doesn't it? Or, like there, or, there's no, no, about face. That's yeah, the, there's there's no possible way this can be real. It's it, it's like the schoolyard bully, and he suddenly acts. He suddenly comes up to you and is like, "Oh, hey, how's it going? You want some chips? What's what's the gag? <laughs> you want a chip brew? You, you know, want a chip? Oh, no, thanks, brew. I only eat plankton. I gotta show you that. It's a funny video. Anyway, it's a, there's a there's a beached whale, and the beached whale's talking to a seagull, and they both have New Zealand accents. Regardless, I think so. Are, are you saying that Kim Jong Un is some cartoonish Elmer Fudd, where or uh, Wiley Coyote, where he's drawn the you know the tunnel on the wall? And he's, he's absolutely lay, drawing the tunnel on the cliff and, and waiting for everybody to drive into it. <laughs> I don't understand what gonna, is. He's just going to self-destruct North Korea once he gets Trump there, and then he's going to go and party his ass off in Switzerland. I That's don't understand what's happening. Like, it's it's crazy. It's like if all of a sudden the United States is, well, you know what? We should have universal health care in the metric system. <laughs> what? What's the gag? Yeah, I don't it- understand. It was, it was, yeah, it was very unexpected. Yeah. And I think it's caught a lot of people off guard, but that's pretty much what's going on in the world right now, where everything just seems to be catching everybody off guard consistently. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully in the next two weeks, uh, nothing will explode <laughs> and, well, undoubtedly we will be proven right about everything. Well, of course. And if you have any feedback or want to tell us things, you can, oh, God, I've already forgotten the email address. You can email Sean and us. Ross Podcast. Sean and Ross Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can go check us out on Twitter, which will have a lot less information other than just the releasing of the podcast, really. And that's yeah. at Sean and Ross. Pretty exciting. Very. Is that it? Are we done? <laughs>